Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. Hi, and welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Before we begin with our episode today, let's go ahead and take our golden pause. So wherever you are, if you can, sit comfortably. If you can't and you're doing something, then just use this as a deep breathing exercise to get really present and really engaged in whatever you're doing. And notice your breath. But if you can, please sit comfortably, uncross your legs, place your palms open on your lap, or sit Indian style leaning back against something. And let's just begin to breathe together, shall we? Breathing in through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the fullness of your breath. Exhale, release, let go. Breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. On the exhale, just relax, release, and let go of any tension you feel in your body. Breathing in pure golden sunlight, filling your core, filling your heart, filling your mind with pure golden sunlight. On the exhale, just release and relax and Sink into your breath and into your body. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being, place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart, and spend a moment thinking of one thing you feel grateful for. And as you think of that one thing, continue to breathe, breathing in pure golden gratitude to every cell of your being, and exhaling and releasing and letting go of what doesn't serve you any longer. And breathing in pure golden gratitude, filling your whole body with golden gratitude, pure joy. Exhale, release, and relax a little bit more. And taking a deep breath in of pure golden gratitude, filling your core, filling your heart, filling your mind nothing but gratitude. Exhale, release, and relax, sinking inward. And breathing in pure golden gratitude to every cell of your being, on the exhale, allow that gratitude to wash over you like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. And breathing in pure golden gratitude again, Filling your heart, filling your mind, filling your entire being, every cell of your being with golden gratitude on the exhale. Allow it to wash over you again, like you're standing in the middle of a waterfall of pure joy. And breathing in pure golden gratitude again, one last time, filling your heart, filling your entire being, every cell of your being with golden gratitude. On the exhale, please open your eyes. 
Well, today I want to talk about um, what it means to create meaning in our lives at midlife. And also what it means to be in midlife and know that loss is coming. It seems like the older we get, the more we're going to go through loss, right? And that is really a very true statement. You know, I watch my parents. I'm so incredibly blessed to still have my parents. In fact, I just got back from Eugene, Oregon, visiting them. Um, and I had both my parents uh, there on my 60th birthday, which is just really incredible. And I watch them, though, and, and it's, you know, the sadness that comes when you talk up with them about their lives is that, you know, my dad is 90 and he is in a, a group of seniors that play bridge together and he loves bridge. It's one of the things he can still do, which is pretty incredible. And he loves bridge so much, but he said it's not only a dying game in the United States, but all of his um, bridge partners are dying. He said the longer he stays around, the more friends he sees go. And I started to think about that. Recently, I lost my golden retriever and my cat. Um, They're both 14 while the cat, Mo, was 15 years old and Bear was 14. And I thought about that. I thought, wow, you know, as we live longer, our animals, they are going to pass. Our friends, some of our friends are going to get ill and pass. And till it's our time, you know, we're here and we're going through all this loss, all this change. And you know what I have to say? I mean, there are different losses, but it all triggers the same longing. And the longing is that we miss those beings, whether they're human beings or our pet beings that we adore, those beings that nourish us, that we nourish, those beings that give to us, that we give to them. And we miss them. We miss their presence in our day-to-day lives. We miss their whole, you know, the fact that people can laugh with us and talk with us and be with us in this human experience and our animals can be our companions and love us and we get to love them. And we miss that because that's what we're supposed to do while we're here, right? We're supposed to love, give love and receive love. And isn't it true that the older we get, we start to realize that the giving and the receiving are really the same thing. It's one big circle. It's one big cycle that as we get older, as we go through our own aging process, we start to realize that there's these phases in life and that once we enter midlife and beyond, and I'm over the hump of midlife by quite a shot now, I realized that this is a stage of my life that I want to give back. I want to give more. I don't want to accumulate more anymore, you know, any longer. I have accumulated enough stuff. What I want to do is give more of my time and energy, more of how I know I can have an impact in this world, more of 
me back to my inner circle and my larger circle. And I love to think of it like that. If you think about who is your in your inner circle, it's those family members and those people and those friends that you talk to and you see and you communicate with either daily or weekly. And then you think about the next level circle. It's like the people that you, maybe your patrons, maybe it's the storekeepers, maybe it's the people around you that serve you, that you see on a regular basis in passing, but they're more acquaintances. And then you think of all the friends. Uh, my daughters are throwing me this beautiful party next weekend. And, you know, I had to think about when I invited the people to that party, like I had to think about, well, who are the people that I'm in touch with right now? Who are the people that reach out to me on an ongoing basis for friendship, for support, for love, and who I reach back out to? And there's about 50 people coming, and some of them are spouses of some of my girlfriends, but I love them all, and they're significant to me. They would be considered in my first and second circle of people, of support, of, you know, loved ones. It's often said that as we grow older, we realize that we have a family that we were born into, and then we have friends also that are our chosen family, too, I've been really blessed with a wonderful family. I really have. I've got wonderful parents that have always treated me respectfully, kindly, and lovingly. I have a wonderful brother who's always been a great brother, and I have cousins that I love and adore that have always been family members and always supportive. So I think about this time period and how I lost Melanie last year and how I've lost my beloved bear and my beloved Mo. And I think about how it is to be with that and to sit with this idea that life is a continuum that's the one thing that my greater loss of Richard has taught me is that we have to find our way to bringing those beings into our daily life when they're not as visible, but they're still present. And that's our journey, isn't it? That's our journey while we're here anyways. This time period of human life is so temporary. It is just so incredibly temporary. And I think the more that we can remember that, the more we can remember that, well, it hurts deeply to lose our friends, to lose our pets, to go through loss, to lose our parents. It hurts terribly. I think as we remember that the time that we're here is really precious and going through loss allows us to feel deeper. Yeah, we can go through deep sadness. And yet on the same day, we can be in joy. And so much of this has to do with how you really frame your losses in life and how you frame your human experience on a moment to moment basis. When you look for joy, joy is present. 
But sometimes it's harder, isn't it? And it doesn't get easier to go through loss. It really doesn't. And yes, as we age, there's going to be more of it. But I think the way we prepare for loss, always the answer is in how we live day to day. And if you wake up in the morning and you feel grateful, and if you wake up in the morning and you don't feel good, but if you look for something to feel grateful about, that's going to help you shift your focus and your attention into a feeling of joy. Because the heart reads gratitude as joy. The heart feels gratitude as joy. And as we permeate our lives with this idea that we are here to have this one great love affair with life, to give as much as we possibly can in kindness and love of ourselves and service every single day, whether it be to our inner circle, our middle circle, our outer circle, or to the world. This podcast is really for the world. I share some of my most inner thoughts and a deep and intimate conversation with you. And I may never meet you in person, but I know you're listening. And I know I'm speaking to you right now. And I'm with you. Why? Because my heart is that big. My heart is that expansive, and I already know this. I already know that I'm called to be here, to be an inspiration of divine light and love. And all I do when I podcast or when I speak or when I do anything is answer that call. Answer that call and to be that beacon of light and to remind you not to focus on the things that don't matter, sweating the small stuff, but do focus on what matters to you, living the big stuff. I hope that you've found this inspirational and that it, if you're in midlife, it kills some of your fear about going through loss. The more that you cultivate your relationship to spirit, the more you cultivate your relationship to the purpose, the sense of purpose that you have in your life, the more that you give and you know that you're honoring your life, the less fear you'll have about death for yourself and others. And as we help others along on the path of life and on the path of loss, we can rest assured that we are fulfilling our destiny here on the earth. We are loving our lives and we are living in the biggest expression that we possibly can. Don't sweat the small stuff. We are living the big stuff. Thank you so much for listening. This is Christine Carlson. Come back again. Thanks for listening to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author Christine Carlson. You're invited to join Christine at one of her upcoming retreats in California, including her popular What Now Women's Retreat at Sea Ranch and her new Revive and Thrive Mental Health and Wellness Retreat at Mount Shasta. Get all of the retreat details today at christinecarlson.com.